Point Guard is a production of iHeartRadio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a special edition of Point God. I'm your host, Baron Davis, a.k.a. Too Easy, a.k.a. B. Diddy. Y'all know I got so many nicknames. But we're here today for our first edition of the Point God Show Roses Ceremony. Now, if y'all been listening and following, you know, from GP to Jason Terry to Mike Bibby to Mark Jackson to Rod Strickland, Sham Guy, Ray for Austin, uh, the list goes on and on and on. Muggsy Bowes, Isaiah Thomas, you know, I can keep going. I can keep going. We wanted to dig into the past and really, you know, interview the guys that, you know, I admired growing up, the guys that... I felt were unsung heroes, the guys who had amazing stories. And so in this episode, this is our roses ceremony. Where we're going to go back and we're going to listen to some of the greatest point guards give roses to some of their favorite point guards. For me, Rose number one, Kobe Bryant. The reason why Kobe Bryant is so special to us on this show is because Kobe Bryant is our contemporary, is my contemporary. I watched Kobe Bryant come here as a kid to L.A. Incredible responsibility, a lot of hype a lot of fanfare, a lot of promise. And when he got here, I'll never forget, I had the chance of meeting Kobe Bryant. And they was like, yo, you want to go over Kobe house? I was like, hell yeah, let's go. I want to see what he made of. Uh, So I go over there, we get over there, you know, nice house in the Palisades in the top of the hills. And get there, Kobe cool as shit. He got his friends there. Touring the house, and then he like, yo, bro, I want to show you something. And he take me in his room, and it's like nothing but tapes. It's like a damn bat cave. He took a bedroom for the first time I've ever seen and turned a man cave slash film room. And I was like, yo, what are you doing? He was like, man, I just be sitting here watching tape all day. I was like, you don't want to go out? I'm in college. <laughs> you want to go out? We got a party. We get, we get ready to hang out. He was like, no, nah, I'm watching tape. And I'll never forget getting in that car. I was like, man, that deal going to be great. That's all he does. He going to know what everybody do. He going to know what he do. And I just watched him. Watched him from the air ball, support him. Watch him to the championship. <clears throat> I was there. The day he retired. And I want to give my roses to Kobe Bryant because he's been a friend, a brother, a mentor, a guide, you know, the mark when you say the target and 
to watch him evolve as a boy to a man, to a father, to a husband, to a legend, to an ambassador, to a global icon, and to do that through his gift of basketball, through his creativity, through his heart, through his dedication and his hard work. For me, I give my roses to Kobe Bryant because he was he was my guide. He was the person that I most wanted to be, you know, like or or wanted to have that type of work ethic and 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 it factor. And so in this episode, we're gonna hear from all the great point guards talk about the legend. I call him Bean. Y'all call him Mamba. Everybody knows him as Kobe Bryant. We love you, Kobe. I go to the first practice, right? I go to the first practice, and this is the first time that I meet Kobe Bryant, okay? Mm. So this is, I got to tell this story, man. Yeah, it's the please, first time. I need I, to know this. This is the first time I encountered a great Kobe Bryant, right? <laughs> okay. so, yes. So... <laughs> So, you, you know, we had Slam Magazine. It was magazines back then right. when we were coming out. There was no social media. So the Slam and the Street and Smith, that was our Instagram. Yeah, that was our Twitter. Sure. So if you get in I, punks, I mean, it's like your stock going all the way up. Yeah, yeah. like, dang. And Kobe was everywhere, right? Yeah. Kobe was on every, every magazine pictures. I'm looking at pictures of him in high school. Like, damn, I'm like, damn, is he really 6'6"? He don't... He only looked six four, you know. I'm like, you know, we trying to gauge, like, yeah, you trying to measure him. Up. Yeah, I'm like, uh, he looked like about six four, right. but yeah, man, I walked in the gym. I walked in the gym, and everybody was getting dressed, and I, I'm walking in. I see Ed Coda. I see uh -huh. Tim Thomas, six ten. Jamal McGlure. <laughs> Tim Thomas was huge. Yeah. I'm like. I'm like, damn, man, like these are big boys, dog. So, so um, as we're in the gym, there's double doors at, mm -hmm. at Callahan Hall. And the last dude to walk in was Kobe Bryant. So he bust open the door and he's like walking in line. I'm, and it froze me, bro. <laughs> it froze me. It was the first time that I was froze. <laughs> and I was like, damn, like Kobe had this glow, like, mm -hmm. He had like this glow, and I'm like, he, he was six six. Yeah, I was like, damn, like that's him. That's him. You know what I'm saying? And he so was nice. But we scrimmaged. We got to scrimmage. Um, and as we sprint, and what was Kobe oh, like back then? Like when he walked in the gym, did he say something? He didn't say nothing to me until the scrimmage. So, so let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so Kobe never speaks to me, bro. It was like he was so locked in, right? So we doing the three man weaves and we doing three on three on two, two on one. Kobe's like dunking yeah. it and like he's moving like Jordan. Yeah, doing his thing, right? So he never says nothing to me. Walks right past me. Never looks at me. He's he's you know he's like giving everybody else that. Let's go, Ed. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Rip. You know him and Rip was cool. 
never yeah. said nothing to me. So I'm like, damn, like he won't even speak to me, right? Yeah. So so here we go. We got a scrimmage. So I get in, here we go. I get in with the second unit, BD. So I, they they throw me out there, right? And we're down like 12. Like Kobe's torching everybody. Like we're down like 12. Yeah. And they like they sub me in. And I get in, we're down like 12. We just scrimmages. But they had like the they was keeping the score. We're down like 12, 10 or 12. Kobe stays in. He's like, I'm in, I'm staying, I'm staying, I'm staying, right? So he stays in against the second unit. He got something against you. I'm like, what the hell, bro? (laughs) So so um we get the plan. I get this, I get the boogie in, right? I'm I'm I, I get the boogie. I'm coming off the ball screen. They trying to trap me. I'm splitting it. I'm throwing the oop to Jamal McGlore. Uh. <laughs> I, I hit the deep three. I, I give it a dude. I get like a little crossover, a little heavy pull. Oh yeah, yeah. The sick. Got this cross. cross with the pull, right? Game yeah. game is tied. Kobe say, This a bad motherfucker. <laughs> As he should. <laughs> As he should. <laughs> he say he he, he he points down. He say, "Hey, yo, yo, this motherfucker bad. Yo, guard him." <laughs> and from then on, the respect was there. Yeah. So Kobe, Kobe was that type of dude where you had to earn his respect. That's the type of dude he was. Yeah. Nah, for sure. Yeah. He, 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 he wanted to fade. Like he, he wanted to me, like Kobe just had like a bone. He, he just wanted to pick a bone with everybody. You know what I mean? Yes. And it was almost like, you know, it's almost like this this bully mentality. Yes. You know what I mean? Like this bully mentality. And people don't see it. Like you, in order to be great, you got to be a bully. You yeah. know what I mean? You got to be over aggressive. And it's like, but when they come and and you get to wiggling and you get to mixing, you know, he was like, okay. he was like, oh, let me reassess my yeah. bully. Like, okay, dude, dude, nice. You know, so. That right. that moment right there for me was a turning point in my career mm. because the number one player in the country that skipped college to go pro had basically validated me in front of everybody. And, and that's when I knew that I belong. Yo, you know what time it is. You know, this show wouldn't be where it is if it wasn't for our sponsors. Let them have it. Is like far as training and far as teaching and all that. I'm like, I'm like, because and people are like, hey, did you always want to do that? And I'm like, nah, I'm like, but it's kind of like that was God's plan because since I've started playing basketball, if I've been in the gym with somebody like, yo, can you show me this? Yo, can you show me that? Can you do this? Can you do that? So it's like, and you know what I'm saying? And you gotta understand. So like, even in this, even when I was a junior in high school, you know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, you know what I'm saying. When I met Kobe's father, and Kobe's father's like, yo, my son is coming home. You know, he played overseas. You know what I'm saying? He got everything, but he really don't know how to dribble like that. You know, so I'm like, yeah, okay, cool, whatever. I'm making a joke about it, like, cool. Now he's on my team at ABCD camp, and I'm like, 
Wow. He, the first game, he's shooting all the balls. I'm like, who is this yeah, nigga shooting it? all the balls? Who is this motherfucker shooting yeah, the ball, I'm yo? Like, I'm like, nigga, I'm, the, I'm like, nigga, I'm the man. I'm like, who right. is this nigga? <laughs> and, it's in New, and it's in New Jersey, so I'm like, nigga, this is my home. Like, right. this you know, I'm like, this nigga walking like Jordan, talking like Jordan. Who do you think he is? <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, it was insane, bro. He was fade away there. He was chewing the hey, gum. Dude. I'm like, yo, and you know when you yo, you know how we be. We hey, like, yo. yo, come on, man. You come gotta stop too this much. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to tell Cobb that every time, like, hey B, my nigga, you are burnt out, bro. I I never yeah. met somebody like you, bro. You are officially like I wish yes. I was burnt out like that. You know what I mean? Like, yes. like he yes. he yes. really he really believes yes. in like a whole nother realm of like <laughs> being. You know, and what that's I'm why and that's, what, and that's and, and that's what I used to tell people. I used to be like, yo, you don't even understand, like, like all the stuff he went through in the NBA. I'm like, yo, you don't understand. It was easy for him. I'm like, cause yo. It's, it's no more cruelty than a bunch of kids when you're growing up getting on your back than adults. You know, when you're an yeah. adult, you like, yo, it's whatever. But when you're a kid, you take everything to heart. I'm like, you know how many times kids was on him for Man. trying to be Jordan or like, or like, yo, you ain't gonna never be Jordan. You need to chill. You need hey, to do this, yo. Yeah. And I'm like, yo. I'm like, yo, bro, he had that ninja mentality. He yeah, wasn't he trying to hear none of that. Yeah, you know what did. I'm saying? And I'm, and I'm like... Yo, you know what time it is. You know, this show wouldn't be where it is if it wasn't for our sponsors. Let them have it. And I remember on our first the first class we had, I think it was like 8 a.m. And FSP and just to tell people what it is, freshman summer program for black and brown kids, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, because they thought we wouldn't make it. So is they, that what it was for? Yeah, bro. It, hey, bro. It was as you thought. Hey. You, you still ain't that and black and brown. I wonder when the white people yeah. around, dog. <laughs> you still ain't not that black and brown, dog. Everybody I know is uh, black or Mexican yeah. that I be seeing now from, uh, like, FSP. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Damn, I, that's crazy. Yeah, so I remember walking to class for 8 a.m. We had to leave, like, I think at, like, 7.15, 7.20 to get to class on time. And if you remember this, dog, we was passing the Witten Center around 745 and we would see Kobe yep. going into the Wooden Center with his trainer. Yep. Now pickup games were at three. So we got a class around 215. We'd be running back to change in our dorm rooms. Kobe would just be leaving around 230, coming to play at three. And I was like, shit, like this dude, like he's talking about always finding people to set the bar. Bro. He set the bar, dog. I remember that, dog. We used to walk by and be like, fuck, man, we got to go to class. I used to be like, yo, we got to go to class. I want to go in the gym right now. Can't do it, bro. Got to go no. to class. Kobe was up at UCLA all the time. Bro. Yeah, and, and I believe he was already coming from the track. He was. Yeah, so we saw him in his second workout, maybe third. Maybe his third workout. Maybe his third <laughs> workout of the day. And we just... You know, trying to figure out how to write a damn I'm thesis for this five-page, ten-page paper. And he's up here getting three workouts in. So he was always ahead of everyone as far as putting in the work. 
But I remember going into the gym and watching the runs. And that time it was Magic, it was Kobe, it was Shaq, it was Chris Webber, it was K, it was everyone you could Kenny see. Anderson, Kenny Anderson, Penny Kiki Hardaway, Kiki Vandaway, J Kid, like every, everyone was there. Uh, Norm Nixon, Norm dog. Norm Nixon, like, Derek Martin. <laughs> Derek Martin. Pros like, oh, top. Man. Poo Richardson. Poo Richardson. Pros. Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. Kobe used to walk in the gym, dog. Kobe used to walk in that thing, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know his 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 head is so high up, like yeah. I'm finna smash you, cat. <laughs> like you know he always had a basketball with him. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? When we used to hoop in uh at UCLA, UCLA yep. Kobe had his backpack with his ball, dribbling through yep. campus, taking classes. You know, Kobe was his thing was man, I'm the best one on one player in the NBA. Mm -hmm. That was his man. I'm the best one-on-one -on -one player in the NBA. He didn't care who it was. And this dude, when I tell you, he used to give us that business and, and practice. Man. <laughs> and Dale Harris used to Dale Harris used to be pulling his hair out, man, because because uh, you know Dale was old school. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. And like like we talk about the errors, the errors yep. is crazy. It, it, the shit's changing. Yeah. It's changing. And Kobe was a part of that change. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And back then, the and one stuff was out. Yep. Kobe knew all that shit. <laughs> Kobe, Kobe was showing me shit. He, he do some crazy shit. The ball come through his legs. Yeah. And hitting it off his all kind of shit. Like Kobe taught me so much shit with that basketball man. <laughs> and his thing was, I'm the best one on one basketball player in this game. And so we would be in practices, man. And Dale Harris, you know, be. Telling Kobe, Kobe, you can't do that. Woo -de woo Man, Kobe was the only person I've ever seen since I've been playing basketball would come back down the court and do the same thing. <laughs> B would do the same. Like when the coach tells you you can't, you normally you're gonna you gonna chill. Kobe would come down and do the same thing, B. And then do it again and then do it again. It was like, man, this is what I do. He was saying, this is what I do. You know what I'm saying? And I'm good enough to do it. And, and, I, and, and, I, I'd be like, like yo, bro, something wrong with dude. We got, <laughs> we got, he need to take a test. <laughs> hey, and then let me tell you another crazy part is, you know how shoot arounds be. Yeah. <laughs> you just walking through shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We walking through the other team's plays, you know, so Kobe. He on the second team, so he got to be Mitch Richmond. He got to be Reggie Miller. He got to be whoever. Yeah. See, he's going full speed. <laughs> so, so ain't nobody take. So we sitting here like, hey, Rook, calm down, Rook, calm down. So now we get to about the fourth or fifth game. He's still going full speed. Hilarious. So Dale used to have to take take, take him off. <laughs> Hey, bro, nigga, what well, ain't got time for that shit, dog? Kobe, but that's how he was. He yeah. Was, he, was, he was full throttle, dog. Yeah. That's all he knew. He was full throttle. So I'm sitting there like, oh, I, already, I, already, I already know how to beat them. I mean, I know how to play against them two guards. So game one and two, coach had my minutes way down. Right before game three, he brings me to a meeting and says, hey, look, man, be ready tonight. He puts my minutes back to normal. I, I I have 20. I got 20 points, five rebounds, five assists. We win game three. Everybody, okay, skip his back. God bless his soul. You know, we love Mamba to, to, the, to the end of time. I'm walking out from doing my interview. He going in. He say, this is this Kobe Bryant. He's like, skip. I hope the coach take your minutes back down in game four. 
<laughs> so if you read between the lines, hey, he's mama, saying hey, because Cody, I'm basically Cody is an asshole yeah, too. <laughs> that way it is. Yo, he said that. He just, we, I'm walking out the interview. He's going in. He says, "I hope the coach take your minutes back down." Because basically, read between lines, yeah. our guards can't mess with. Yeah, you. he knew. He knew. That's it. He coach take my minutes back down. He probably we lost Van Gundy. <laughs> That was like, okay, ain't nobody get, don't nobody get down like this. Right. right you know what I mean? Like, right. I'm coming at you. You know what I mean? You can't, I'm I'm big. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, you're not a small dude. Right. You big, but you can't, like, they can't touch you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what it was, BD, when, when it was coming up. People would ask, why did I post up so much? Because I was bigger than most, yeah. of, the, most of all of the guards. Mm -hmm. I was a big guard. Magic was probably the biggest as in a 6'9", a 6'8 frame. Yeah. But as me, as being a 6'4", and 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 what I was with my lean body and the yeah. way I uh, lift weights and was strengthened, it was it was advantage to me yeah. because I look uh, I can go with either my right or my left hand, mm -hmm. so it was real good like that, and so playing against you guys and y'all coming out as young, and playing against me, it was a big it was a big. A challenge for me. Mm -hmm. I had to always stay right. Yeah. You remember when Kobe came and asked me how to play defense? Yes. That was some that was some big stuff because I told him what the first thing to do is move your puppies. Yeah. You gotta be having a, if you have great balance with your feet, mm -hmm. you're gonna be good. Yeah. You're gonna be good if you put your mind to it and get through it. You know what I'm saying? That was a, you know, that was a breakout series. That was a great matchup. You know, uh, for you, you know, with Derek Fisher, you know, every y'all matched up with the Lakers well, and and you had a, you know, you 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 had an opportunity to take advantage, you know, in that mm -hmm. series, and you did. You know, what was that like? It was, I mean, it was just something like I knew we were the best team in the league that year, and playing against them, and you could you could go back and look at all the films that we watched. You could see in their face they knew, and it was about to come to an end. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, just the confidence that we had going into that series, you know, it was second none. Like, I, I look at Shaq as probably the most dominant player that I've seen yeah. as far as he's strong, he's fast, he could score. I mean, he'll punk you, he'll do all, he'll do all type of shit. Yeah. And, you know, with him and Kobe, uh, Kobe, you know, being my top one of the top two or three players that ever played the game as well, um, just being in that, being able to play against him in that type of series, you know, made my life. Yeah. You know, I was, you know, me and we, me and Kobe came out the same time. Right. Um, dad's playing on the same NBA team yeah. together. Um, it's just good to go out there and just because I I know we were a better team that year. I know for a fact. Right. And I mean, the game showed that. We just, you know, I mean, we had a bad game seven. You know, all the hoopla stuff that went on before that. You know, you can talk, you know, conspiracies or whatever you want to talk, but. Um, we didn't we didn't really handle our business in game seven. We had a home game in game seven. I think we shot like two for thirteen from the yeah. from the three and we shot like under fifty percent or something from the free throw. So I mean, um we do better than that. Again, the ser the series is ours. We and we go on to win the championship to beat New Jersey 4-0 that same season. So right. I mean, but it was it was good just being out in LA. I was talking so much shit because you know back then they have you on red carpets. So I was going yeah. to movie premieres, <laughs> talking shit to everybody. Yeah. Like they don't, there's nothing they can do. Yeah, they don't have nah. a chance. Yeah. They don't have a chance. <laughs> but I mean, shit. I mean, they they played a great. They, I mean, Corey 
definitely a Hall of Famer, I think. I mean, yeah. he, he's hit the biggest shots that I've, that I've seen. You know yeah. what I mean? So, Looking back now and I'm watching so many of great players and literally on the floor with those guys, to me, you know, and at my time I was one of the top guys out there, but just to look at that and say, wow, you have Kobe, you have Gary, you have Carl, you have Phil on the sideline, you had Tex on the sideline, Tex went on the sideline, who's the, you know, Zen master, basically. Um, uh, Derek Fisher is like so many winners on that side, you know, and, you know, uh, you know, Kobe and Shaq and those guys were so blessed to be around so much winning, especially at a younger time in their life, that even when adversity would hit, you had the GPs, the, the Robert Ories and the Phil Jacksons and the Tex winners to kind of settle you, you know, and, you know, it, it's, you know, I, I believe in, I believe in, in these type of destinies where uh, when I was a rookie, Roddick Rhodes, there were six guys that were in front of me. And when I was a rookie, Roddick Rhodes, who I, I loved, he was amazing, played for Kentucky. He was an all-around player. And he tore his shoulder. And when he tore his shoulder, that gave me a little bit of room to come in and play off the bench. And then Scottie Pippen. I mean, the gods, the basketball gods in the universe kind of helped me and pushed me forward because my two favorite players coming out of um, college were Scottie Pippen and Eddie Jones. I literally had their basketball cards in my wallet. So Eddie Jones was a close friend of mine because he went to Temple. I'm from Philadelphia. And then Scottie Pippen, I didn't know from a can of spray paint. Just so happened that I get drafted to the, to the Houston Rockets and Scottie Pippen gets traded to the Houston Rockets. I'm like, oh, man, come on. This it just It's too much, right? So, you know, Scottie pushed me. And just to be in a, in a part of all of that for me, Man, and going back to this 2004 and watching that, on being on the floor, watching all those guys, it's just a certain destiny that, you know, we, you know, you have to like really absorb and and really enjoy the moments, right? And I don't think I really enjoyed the moment as much as I should have, right? And really took everything in it. And the 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 person that I admire the most out of anybody I've ever met in my life that I've really seen take the moment and not care what no one said is Kobe. Not care what no one said, but literally, because some people, they absorb the moment, they work hard, but they don't really become selfish with inside themselves and say, you know what, I don't care about nothing else. I'm going to be so good that it may tick people off, but I'm going to stick to my destiny. And you know, a lot of us veer off. You know, we veer off at certain points and some, some come back and some don't. You know, it's just that laser focus for a certain amount of time Kobe's always had from when we were kids uh, until he passed, um, which hurt me a lot, you know, because growing up together, uh, you know, that's one of your peers, one of your brothers that you kind of inspired you to become what you are at that moment in time. And some people you, you think is going to live to it in the hundreds, right? <laughs> And he was one of those guys. But, uh, you know, it, it's just one of those moments, man, where, you know, it, it's it, it, it's numb, right? Being on that floor and then having so many greats on the floor. And then you're saying to yourself, damn, man, like I'm, I'm a part of this group, you know? So, you know, it was, it was a special moment and I, and I should have seized it more. Man, rest in peace, Mamba, man, guys, in this flowers. Hey, Beanie. No, no cap. I, I, if you were missed, if I didn't tell the story, like, you know, 
Kobe had this dream, man, and you know, he built the Mamba Academy and obviously coached his daughters, um, AU team and Zebo daughters on the team as well. And I got a phone call in October the year he passed, and they was like, Jet, we know you got the AAU girls program. We you know Kobe would love for you to come down and you know be a part of what we're doing. It's called the Mamba Cup. And so, you know, Kobe's vision, his dream was to take, you know, girls basketball and do a cup called the Mamba Cup in three different cities across the country. And we will play the tournaments, take your record, and in the end, we'll end up in LA at the end at a big venue and play for the Mamba Cup, you know, different age groups. So it just happened to be like the team I coached with my daughter was the same age group as Gigi and the team he was coaching. So, you know, he invited us in January. I had already retired and we went to the Mamba Academy, man. And I shook his hand, I hugged him, and then he coached the game against another Dallas team. And then that next day, we're supposed to play his team, bro. And, you know, it was crazy because the fog had. Yeah. Like I, at, yeah. At midnight, yeah, we was coming from the Santa Monica Pier. I think yeah. Was, I, I, live, I, live, I, live in, I live in Santa Monica, I think, at the time. Yeah, I was in Santa Monica. How eerie. How eerie was that? It was, it was eerie, right? Yeah, and, bro. But you're was, not thinking like, oh, okay, so it's just right. Like, we eat with the girls, take them to the pier. It's midnight. We on our way back from the vans. And it's like, I can't see. Two cars in front of me. No, hey, dog, that I, was the I, crazy I shit. Like, I'm like, man, we got to get back to the hotel, bro. This ain't it. Yeah, you like, can't man, drive in that fog. You can't drive, drive in the fog. You couldn't, so let alone try to fly. So then, you know, long story short, 8 a.m., we up. We played them at 11. 8 a.m., we up. I get the van ready, whip around, pick the girls up, pick, um, tell wifey, I'm going to drop the girls off and I'm going to come back and get y'all. So by the time I pull up to the gym, drop the girls off, Man, wifey texts me something crazy. She's like, you see this? I remember you talking about, see what? So, man, they saying Kobe's dead. I'm like, man, get out of here, man. She's like, nah, it's on TMZ. I said, man, you know how TMZ, man, you got to check that shit. So, man, we about to rumble, man, in another hour, shit. I'm, we about to play. Man, get ready. I'm going to come back and get you. So, by the time I get her, it's confirmed. Bro, I hightailed at the gym five minutes away from the hotel. I Feline back in the 15th passer. I'm on three wheels. Pull up in the lot. Boom, pull in front. Run through. Bro, nobody in the gym knows that Kobe didn't die. Bro, they still in there hoping. This game's going on on three courts in the Mamba Academy. The girls, not Gigi and them because they was on the plane. The other teammates, they're up in a, in a room above the in the facility. I'm walking across the court, bro. I just walked across the court. I swear to God, I've never had this feeling in my life. I'm telling the refs and whoever, man, stop the games, bro. Stop the games. Kobe is dead. Ain't no more basketball. Then you heard some screams up in the uh, up top, you know, in the classrooms, and then it just was silent. The ball stopped bouncing. They blew the whistle. We the, the whole gym walked to the center court. We had a prayer. Brother, but when I tell you the impact that one man had on the world, you you had to be there to see yeah, it. You know. And then you, you seen the aftermath of it, man. That brother, man, that brother, when you talk about legacy, yeah, what he left behind, bro, yeah. and, and you know because you played against oh, him. Better than he was my uh, dog, yeah. Like, and that dude had the last impact on me, man. So I just wanted to give him his, you know, give Absolutely. him his flowers here, man. But I was there that day, bro, and I was only there because of him. Yeah. yeah, and God must have wanted me to be there, bro, for that yeah. reason. 
And man, shit, man, we miss him. Oh, and, and I know you was closer to him than, than I was. Man, but we, was I know all had we all, purpose. man, we all have a, you know, it's like we all shared a moment yeah. with him. And, oh, and I just need to get that off, you know, because I just know, like, bro, we miss him. We that's miss him, dog. We, we fuck him. with him. You know what yeah. I mean? We really fucked with him. Really, you know what I mean? Really. Like we really like, and, it, and and a lot of times it's hard when you're going against people, especially in our era when it's like it was like beef. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like yeah. Like it was real. real it was real beef, beef like, dog. It was real. Yeah. Like we was coming into like other people beef. You know what I mean? No, like, for real. Was Inherit. to, yeah, inheriting beef. And so like, it was hard to like, and then for somebody to be so good, mm -hmm. right? And so fucking cocky. Oh, and so man. arrogant. And like live up to it. You know what I mean? Just, and man. do some shit that like, damn, this motherfucker. You know what I mean? Golly. You know, like right. he lived up to it. Like it, 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 you know, for me, it's just like, man, it, it's like he touched us all. And like, you know, it, it, it hurt my heart that he gone. But he just like, he always got a piece of me. You know what I mean? I have man. my Kobe and Gigi jacket on. Yesterday, I'm in my Lakers swag. It's just whenever yeah. I'm feeling Kobe, you know what I mean? I'm just like, you know, it's just like everybody. We wanted to tell him so much how great yeah. he was, right? We wanted to tell the world how great, right. how he was our Jordan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we was really taking yeah. these things and we can vouch for these shits. You know that what I mean? Part. And we can sit in front of, you know, bro and shit. And like, hey, hey, you know what I mean? Like, mono e mono, like, all right, bro. You right. know, like, I, 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 I got mine too. But, he, you know, right. you already know what he gonna say. Come on, dog. Come on, JT. Yeah, <laughs> hey, look. Hey, this is my last story. I'm off. I'm off the mic. Hey, me in Atlanta. Man, I'd Lakers come through. I could tell they was off. You know when you, yeah, them you Lakers, the, the, ninth, the 2000, 2001, 2000, like you knew when they was like, eh, it was regular season, man. Like, let's get through this. Yeah. So I seen that. So I take full advantage. Boom. I mean, I had like 36 on Kobe. He meet me in the lobby after the game. You know, Kobe ain't going to say too much. Yeah. After the game, he walked through, boom. Yeah, JT, that was cool. Like that one drill pull up, yeah. Okay, boom. He wait to a whole year later, BD. He come back the next year in Atlanta, right before the tip off. He come right up to me, tap me on my back. I don't forget. I'm looking at the man right here. Okay, cool, cool. I'm gonna go get this same thirty six I got last year. He goes, he goes, man, brother, I had four fouls. I don't know why Coach left me in and had the garden. I had four fouls in the first quarter, and he had twenty five in the first quarter. He was not playing, brother. And I never forget. I never. Hey, don't forget. Hey, don't forget. Yeah. The year, the year uh, I got to go to state, we had won like six, seven in a row, but we was weak too. <laughs> but they was hella weak, you know what I mean? That was like him, uh, like uh, Chris Mim. That's when he was going through it. Ooh. So we beat them in, uh, in Oakland, and they going, you know, they uh, they going. Kobe sucks. Kobe sucks. Ooh. Kobe sucks. Say so like, hey, BD, hey, BD, you know how you do this. Hey, BD, come here, come here, come here. I'm like, what's up, bro? He was like, man. He was like, I was like, man, they tripping, dog. I don't even, you know what I mean? You know, I'm like, bro, they tripping. You know what I mean? Like, he was right. like, BD, you better tell him. 
you better tell them. I said, hey, bro, what the fuck am I going to tell these people? I can't right. yell and say, stop, <laughs> man. You know what I mean? I right. can't say, hey, so right. you better tell them. I ain't going to forget this shit. You better tell them. You, you better let them know. You better let And they right. was just yelling. And he was, he, was, he was getting mad at me. He was like, bro, you better <laughs> let them know. They, they better stop doing this shit. I was like, hey, bro, right. I can't tell you. Like, I can't. What, right. what, what the fuck you want me to do? Right, he was dead serious. Hey, he was dead serious. He asked you. That's why I always try and make him laugh and shit. Because <laughs> right. if he mad, like, hey, that's one I'm dude you don't want mad. BD, they don't know about the Jedi mind tricks. Well, it ain't but about three or four people like Kobe. Do not piss him off. KG, I'm not really saying too much. You are. All right. As you see, everybody, you know, everybody got a Kobe story. I can continue, continue to tell more Kobe stories. He's just one of the most unguardable people I've ever met in my life. He was unguardable. Every move, pose, pump fake, just methodic, you know, uh, everything had precision. Everything had science. Every, it was no wasted steps. And he practiced the impossible he lived in the impossible and the improbable he was like the einstein to basketball matchup nightmare athletic all the tools that michael jordan had range handles hops but cut from his own cloth, his own. Imagine that being compared to Michael Jordan and carving out your own space right next to him. The greatest player to ever play for me will always be Los Angeles Laker, Kobe Bryant. Enough said, enough to discuss. L.A. forever in my vein. Thank you, Kobe. I made a song about Kobe when he passed away, obviously. You know, it was a sad moment. You know, shout out to Vanessa. Shout out to the kids. You know, uh, shout out to, you know, Kobe and, and Gigi and the Mamba Academy. And as everybody healing, you know, I, <clears throat> I think for me, like, my best expression was, the song I made and I'm probably gonna run that on this episode for y'all too so y'all stay tuned we got more stuff on Kobe Rose's Ceremony Kobe Bryant Point God let's get it Point God is a production of iHeartRadio for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.